McClonga Guitar welcomes you to the letter U in Joe Boyd's A to Z. That is the voice of Mahlatini, the king of Umbaklanga. He died in 1999. Some of you might have had the privilege of seeing him live. He toured with the Mahotela Queens during the 90s, the post-Graceland heyday of South African music on the international stage. The name of our opening track is Um Mama Itambalani. Um is the definite article in Zulu. So in the letter U, there are lots of South African tracks. Maklanga, of course, is the key to Graceland. Johannesburg session musicians provided the backing for Simon's masterpiece. And you can hear some quite direct connections. Discussion in a taxi heading downtown. Rearranging my position on this friend of mine who had a little bit of a breakdown. I have a very nice crib sheet to talk about the story of Mbaklanga. I wrote it myself. It's part of the book on world music that I'm endlessly writing. South African popular music in the 40s and 50s was dominated by American influence. Everybody tried to sound like the Mills Brothers or the Andrews Sisters and Penny Whistle players channeling Benny Goodman. Those singers are the Skylarks, a group formed by Miriam Makeba when she was waiting outside the Gallo Records studios for an audition back in the late 50s. The most important of Mbaklanga's many parents may have been Jet Harris of the Shadows, On a 1960 South African tour, he sold his electric bass to Joseph Makwela, who used the country's first such instrument to transform the bottom end of African recordings. Drummers responded to the aggressive sound, played with a pick rather than fingers, by moving from Kwela's brushes to sticks. And all of that, of course, heralded the arrival of the electric guitar. (laughs) 
The next step was to combine a Skylark-style singing group, usually the Mahotella Queens, with the great groaning bass voice of Mahlatini. The elements were now in place for the sound that would dominate the South African scene for the next 15 years. The basso rasping of a groaner connects listeners to traditional male singing, particularly the Imbongi praise poet of the royal Zulu crowds. It is probably no coincidence that this fiercely masculine sound arrived on the scene as the government was intensifying its humiliation of African men. My father died when I was seven, and I picked up his voice right into my neck, right into my shoulders. I grew up in the good mood of music. With my parents dead, I had no one to help me with school fees, so I went to work in a 7-Up factory. Then, as a dairy boy, starting deliveries at 1 a.m. My wrist was broken when I was hit by a car, so the owner agreed to sign my passbook so I wouldn't be arrested while I looked for another job. I loved singing Zulu wedding songs, street corner singing, a cappella, but we were trying to get involved with guitar players. When I talk to people, I talk normally, but when I sing, the voice changes by itself. I didn't train for it. I can change the tones from my stomach. Youth should follow their culture. That's what I'm singing about. I don't write songs. I dream them. At a time when Africans were being forced into soulless townships devoid of cultural representation, Mahlatini's lyrics told of a life where men were heads of families and leaders of their communities. Returning from Europe with the first big money he'd ever made, Mahlatini's first purchase was a cow. Mahlatini's recordings share with Mali's rail band starring Selif Keita, 
Dakar Super Etoile with the youthful Yusu Endur, the classic Kinshasa rumba of Franco and Taboulet, and the golden Eero Ethiopiques tracks, a perfectly pitched balance between modernity and tradition. Mahatini and the Mahotella Queens performed at the famous Wembley concert celebrating Mandela's birthday and credited by many as the trigger that brought change to South Africa. But the irony is that all this music, Mahlatini and the Mahotella Queens, Ladysmith, Black Mombazo, and Graceland itself, is Zulu music. And the Zulus were the enemies of Mandela and the ANC during this period. They were fighting the ANC on the streets of Soweto, allied with the government against the modern anti-tribal movement that the ANC and Mandela represented. The ANC comrades would never buy Mahlatini or Ladysmith Black Mombazo records. They preferred American disco. This is Joe Boyd inviting you to tune in next week for Letter V and leaving you with Mahlatini. Mahlatini.